Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We have a special guest back on the show today, Mr. Chad Prather. I don't even feel like a special guest anymore. <laughs> kind of I feel like a, like a regular. Like, I don't even know why I'm here, but I'm here. A regular guest. Like I won't guest. leave. Yeah, like herpes. <laughs> but I show up more than once a month. <laughs> All right, Stu, what's the top story? <laughs> Beyond the uh, herpes joke, we're going to go with uh, Steve King. Let's talk about Steve King today. All right, okay. I, I like the herpes joke. No, it was solid. It was solid. I just didn't expect the VD's material coming from you. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, Theresa May and Brexit just got voted down, hammered in Britain, but that's not real news. We're going to talk about... Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, served up by the president himself at the White House for Clemson football. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear why that matters. Jason. Um, according to Procter & Gamble, 75% of this table is evil, awful, and whatever ad other adjective you want to throw in there. Just because, you know, our gender, basically. <laughs> I, for one, agree. Really? Completely. Mm. For different yeah. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsor, American Finance. So um, I feel like getting a loan, when you go and you talk to people about that, the best way to do it is probably to deal with someone who works on commission <laughs> and mm. is in it for the money and not for you, right? Yeah, no, I'm going to go in the other direction here. I mean, oh. this is a, we kind of argue on the show a little bit. I'm going to go, I'm going to take the other side of that okay. one and say maybe Contrarian some. Contrarian yeah, over here. <laughs> okay. Maybe salaried employees that don't care whether they sell you a loan or not is a good way to go. I actually dealt with American Finance when I bought my house. Um, and uh, they were great. They walked me through a million different options and they, they really know their stuff. They're, they're experts at this. Um, but beyond that, they don't, I mean, I'm not going to say. They would not like me to say that they don't care if they get your business or not. That's not what I want to say. But, like, it's not the main thing to them. Um, I can tell you this for sure because they, they went to, we went to the end of the loan and they had a couple really great options. And at the last minute, I kind of got a last-minute bidder from another company. And I took it to American Finance, you know, and I said, look, uh, they gave me this deal here, the details on it. They're like, look, if they're willing to give you that, I just take it. And they actually wow. sent me to the other company. Um, you know, they're, they're, the, the people who understand the business, they don't, they don't live and die by whether they sell you their loan. They want you to get a good deal. I mean, this is your biggest investment. You better do it right. Yeah. So you can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. Uh, if you're looking to buy or sell a house, you just need a loan. AmericanFinancing.net. All right, Stu, Steve King. Yes, let me start with the disclaimers on this particular topic. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, okay, okay, good. Thank okay. you. Uh, <laughs> Very careful. Okay. First of all, uh, I am predisposed to uh, constantly look for the. I don't like calling people racists. I don't like call, I don't like damning people to uh, eternal hell for things that they say. So I do always, and this includes Democrats, and I do it all the time on the show, and people hate it when I do it. Is trying to find a way that actually kind of I see what they were trying to do there, or trying to understand, because most of the time I feel like people aren't pure evil. So that's that's number one. Uh, number two, I think it's fair to look at the, uh, the entire experience with Steve King, who we've dealt with, we've had on the show a bunch of times, and, and generally had good dealings with. Um, you know, I really thought that he went off the rails with his uh, Toronto mayor endorsement, which he did last year. I mean, there's other people saying I don't know every little story about Steve King, but when I saw that, that that seemed borderline bonkers to me, and I don't know what he was doing. 
So, look, I think it's fair to look at this and say, you know, um, maybe Steve King might be a racist, right? Like, it's not, it's not a crazy idea, usually, because the media accuses conservatives of being racist right. all the time. And it's hard to know when you're supposed to take it seriously. Well, Donald Trump, meaning at this point. Donald Trump is creating uh, the wall for him is about being pure. Right. Exactly. And the no reason evidence. why Steve King was interviewed there, of course, this is separate from my point. The reason why he was interviewed is because Steve King was saying things like, I, you know, I kind of market tested Donald Trump's policies for the last 10 years. And so they want to say, OK, he's racist. We can say that it's Donald Trump is racist. It's all about making Trump look bad. They don't care what Steve King, they don't care. And that's kind of part of, of this that bothers me. But let me tell you where I come from on this a little bit. On this particular incident, throw out the rest of his history for a second. Um, I, ha- I have a problem squaring these two things. If you are a proud white supremacist, you say exactly what Steve King said to the New York Times. Here's the quote. We have it here. Uh, white nationalists, white supremacists, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive, Mr. King said. Like, if you're a proud white supremacist, you say exactly that to the New York Times, right? However, you don't say what Steve, uh, Steve King has said since, which is saying uh, it's an evil ideology. He doesn't believe it. He thinks it's terrible, Right. Richard Spencer is a proud white supremacist, and he goes to the New York Times and he says, I like white people a lot more than other races. And then he comes afterwards, the whole, you know, it blows up, and they go back to Richard Spencer and he says, I still like white people a lot more than the other races. Like, that's who he is. On the other hand, if you're a person who is out there um, saying that uh, white supremacy is a really, really, really bad thing, you're kind of left with believing that Steve King um, is a, a closet racist that sees this, the, the firestorm coming and then basically comes up with a BS excuse and saying uh, that he now thinks the ideology is evil. That's kind of where you have to be on the story, right? Yeah. Which is an understandable place to be, uh, frankly, by the way it's come down. However, Steve King is a, is a congressman. He has been a conservative who has been bashed by the media for years and years and years and years. Are we to believe that Steve King just blurted out and didn't realize it would be offensive to a New York Times reporter that white supremacy is not bad, white supremacy shouldn't be offensive? Like, that didn't add up to me. And that's kind of where I started with this, because why would he do that? Now, if it was a hidden tape, uh, a, a leaked video, an email that came out from someone who leaked it, that explanation makes sense. But it does not make sense that Steve King, in a 56-minute interview, in the middle of it, just says, oh, yeah, and by the way, white supremacy should not be offensive to Americans. Like, that just doesn't make sense. He's not that dumb to think that he could say that and get away with it. Did you read the entire article? Uh, yeah. So was that it, along grouped with a bunch of other quotes that I, sounded this, iffy? This is kind of where I want to go with this, because my big problem, can we wrap the original quote one more time? My big problem with this is The context doesn't make any sense. You don't start a sentence or a thought with the words white supremacist or white nationalist, white supremacist, Western civilization. It doesn't make sense without the context of what was before it. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't just start what what was the question leading into it. What was he talking about leading into it? And nowhere can I find a transcript of what he was saying beforehand. So as I was looking at that, it really kind of winds up being a bit of punctuation here. And this is King's defense. Now, whether you believe this or not, this is his defense. I've kind of summarized it here. He's made a couple of speeches about it. But what all, this is the exact same quote, except with the uh, comma after supremacist being a period. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it this way, it, white, he's talking separately about white nationalists and white supremacists. His explanation was that he was talking about a tweet he was uh, uh, accused of. And what he was saying was, I hate how everyone's calling everybody Nazis. I hate how everyone's calling everybody white supremacists. I hate how everyone's calling everybody white nationalists, period. Now, Western civilization 
When did that language become offensive? Right. right? Like, so there's no tape of this. We are just taking the New York Times uh, word for it. Or, and he may very well be honest, the reporter. But he, grouping all those terms together is a big problem. And when you look at this and he's saying, I was just talking about Western civilization. Look at the next line of the quote that is in the New York Times. Why did I sit in, uh, in classes teaching me about the merits of our history and our civilization? Well, you don't sit in classes hearing about the merits of white nationalism. You don't sit in a class thinking about hearing about the merits of white supremacism. You do sit in classes where you hear about the merits of white or of, uh, of Western civilization. That's a very normal uh, name of a class. There are textbooks all over the place called Western civilization. It's a typical uh, thing. And like I, I have a problem. Um, we can throw him out for previous actions. Like we can, we can very, very mad at Steve King for the. I mean, the 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 thing with the Toronto mayor, I think, was a real problem, and I really didn't like it, and I don't understand what the hell he was doing. And it may be the easiest explanation here is that he just is a really bad guy, and we never saw it. Uh, however, when it, with something like this, where you're going to take a guy out of all of his committee uh, assignments. Um, and he just got voted down 424 to 1 in the House. Um, this just happened uh, a couple hours ago and uh, saying how bad he is and how bad white supremacism is. By the way, the one vote, not Steve King. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, Steve King actually voted for it. Um, one Democrat voted against it because it said it didn't go far enough. Um, so that, that's, that was the uh, thing. But if you're going to do all that... Like, how are we not at least demanding to see the transcript of the previous three or four sentences? But ha- that's happened, right? Like, they've asked for audio tapes, or they've a- and yes. it has not been provided. There, there is no audio tape, apparently. Which most high-end journalists tape, use audio right, tapes on that. You'd think so. Or, or if not, at least extensive, extensive notes. So you'd yes. at least be able to see some context. But in my opinion, I completely agree with you, Sue. I, really? think, the, I, I think I thought it was literally no, the only no, person no. on the planet who was... No, I, I totally agree because this is the equivalent of, I don't know, someone claiming rape when it didn't happen. You know what I mean? And the claim is enough to get that person's life destroyed. Okay, you find but, out later, okay, you find out later than it didn't it. happen. Yeah. He said he said it, he, said he just he, didn't mean it in that, in that context, way. Is, right. which is another way of saying, I didn't say that. Yeah. Right. But so it, those words were said, but not in that context. Right. Completely, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is insane. So in that, in that case, like, let's say if it was a rape case, you would have a trial. You would demand to see all the evidence surrounding it, and then we'd find out the truth. The, the, the burden of proof is on the New York Times right now. This is seriously, seriously, you know, it, this is impactful. This is, mm-hmm. is going to destroy this guy's career. You have to show what that context surrounding this was. So Otherwise, forget, this we is... live in the 21st century when you're guilty before proven innocent. So that's, <laughs> that's, we've seen that over and over again. And that's what this is, yeah. It is. It, it, he came out, his defense was that he was talking about Western civilization. However, context is king, but context of the bigger picture is king as well. When you deal with Steve, context is king, king, yes. <laughs> you have to remember this is a guy who was a congressman from Iowa who kept a Confederate flag on his desk for years. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the Confederacy, he was in Iowa. So it looks bad when a guy comes and says, we should electrify the top of the fence on the southern border because it's always worked with livestock, you know, so we can deter people from coming over. When you put it in the context of <laughs> yeah. other things so Steve King has said over the years, it gets a little rough. So it's pretty also, easy to take that out of context and say but also it's makes just him another target. thing. Yeah, but also makes yeah. him an obvious target. It does. Like these things are known. Like I think he's also called immigrants dirt. I think was a few other. There's been some he bad. Said some errant he's things. He's been strong yes. about how we yeah. should not, you know, resupply. What is it? What I'm, I'm paraphrasing. We shouldn't resupply our population with babies from somewhere else. You know, these, yeah. these kind of things. And those yeah. and look, pretty strong. I think you know. I think there is a. Uh, you can easily have problems with Steve King, and a lot of people do. Um, yeah. However, when there's an incident like this, I'm not. I'm not. I would 
definitely not be arguing like, oh, this guy's innocent. I'm, I, like that. I would just yeah. like, I feel weird that we're not even asking for the additional information. Can't we get like a few more sentences? The punctuation yeah. bothers me. Yeah. The comma, period, and then we're on to Western civilization. Yeah. And then I, the, the, I would like to see the context. Yeah, and, and, and we've seen far too many times, whether it's from Media Matters or yeah. who, who else knows. But that's what they do. They take things out of context, even though they may say some things that are very, very awful. They may be very, very bad people. They obviously don't like them, but they'll see something, take something out of context, and pounce. Yeah. And even if we don't agree with Steve King as a person and things he said, we have to set the standard now. Like, we have to make sure it's firm. Even on thing, people we don't agree with, you know, or don't necessarily admire or whatever, the standard has to be set and firm. I would There's got to be absolute proof. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I would also say uh, if you are a reporter and you want people to believe what you're saying, you probably make sure that you still have audio or some sort of hard evidence yeah. to back up what you're going to give to the American public. I mean, that in itself, I, I am predisposed to not believe Steve King's def- all of a sudden backtrack in defense, but the fact that no audio can be provided makes it suspect yeah. to me. And I think that's fair. I will say I don't think it was a backtrack. I think it was exactly what he said from the beginning. Um, I don't think he, you know, I, I, I just, you know, you, you brought up a great point um, that if you're a reporter, you should have these things and, uh, and they should be you know, readily available. And, and when people ask you, uh, you should provide them. Has anyone asked? I, that's kind of my biggest problem with this is like it doesn't even seem like anyone is even attempting to figure out with what, if what he's saying is true. And like I, I Those claim I, condemnation. I, yeah, that's right. like without and anything else. The nowadays. body of evidence here, as uh, as you point out, is I think fair and to lead you down this direction. I, I you know I brought the Toronto mayor one. That was the one that really bothered me. Um, you know, sometimes I think people when they're trying to be loudmouths and get attention say things that go over the line at times, and that doesn't always mean that they're the worst people in the world. Um, the, the the Toronto mayor thing was like this is a person who was like. I'm seemingly overtly uh, racist or white nationalist or something, and he endorsing her for mayor was was particularly awful. And and you he's know. also endorsed a lot of anti-immigration folks in Europe. So yeah, yes, you know. yeah, and that's again scary to me. Yeah. I, you know, some of that stuff is like you know, again, like there's some things that I, I certainly agree with those groups on illegal immigration, probably, and, and I agree with Steve on that. Thinking about some random candidate yeah. in Denmark. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> that's weird, and uh, and those are bad it's movements. A strange context. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I'm with you on that. It's a lot of real questions. I just feel like we go to that point where we don't actually ask the additional questions because it's easy. Like, I mean, everybody's against this guy right now, and it's hard to kind of say, like, hey, can we get just a little bit more information? Can I get a couple of sentences from you, Mr. Reporter? <laughs> and it's, it's also an interesting reaction, or maybe overstep, or just, I don't know, There's uh, maybe they're just going a little bit too far from the GOP side, because I think I, I think they're so overly willing to shed that label. Yeah, and they're saying They ahead. came out so strong today, and they also don't, they also want to put themselves in a higher, you know, pedestal than the Democrats. Could because they've seen people like Maxine Waters say some really awful things get or get, hang out with known anti-Semites, Louis Farrakhan. And go to MSNBC, this conversation isn't even happening. It doesn't happen. It doesn't even happen in there. Yeah. Don't forget the left needs the GOP to be racist, though. They, they do. need them to be. It's their yeah. entire platform. Yeah. <laughs> Conversations you will only hear on The Blaze. Back in a minute with, what say? Oh, we're talking Big Mac. Big Mac? get into 
to uh, Big Macs. Want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Uh, I feel like it should have it should be Ridia's own talking about <laughs> yeah. Big Macs. But um, so <laughs> Relief Factor, I I use it. I know Glenn uses it. I know Jason's tried it. But it's for people who um, maybe you've reached the age where you're just kind of in pain all the time because your body is like. Oh, I'm old. Uh, or maybe... Is that what your body says? My body says that all the time. Does yours not? <laughs> no, it pretty much does. <laughs> uh, or maybe you're also like me and you got in some sort of an accident. Um, I was in a car accident and just completely messed up my neck. Uh, actually, as a side note, I remember I, it messed up my knee too. And I was not even 30 at the time. And the doctor was like, well, I mean, maybe you just don't run on concrete. You're not 18 anymore. And I was like, excuse me, did you just call me old? <laughs> well, remember, every second of your life is also the oldest second of your life. That's oh, that's depressing. depressing. It's depressing. Wow. Uh, so if you're getting old like all of us, you've just got aches and pains, you need to go away, you need to try Relief Factor. It's 100% natural, drug-free, and um, it basically attacks inflammation. It attacks the pain at the inflammation level, which is something that uh, Big Pharma just cannot do properly. Uh, what is it? 70% of the people who try the three-week quick start pack go on to keep buying Relief Factor. It's working for them. It can work for you. Try it. It's $19.95. You can get that three-week quick start at relieffactor.com. If, uh, if it works, you're out of pain and it changes your life. And if it doesn't, you're out 20 bucks. To me, that's worth the gamble. Relieffactor.com. All right, Chad, Big Macs. Let me tell you something about extra value. <laughs> so in the land in which we live where the president can do no right, the Clemson Tigers won the college national championship by beating yes. the Alabama Crimson Tigers. Yes. Great game. My late father, who passed away almost a year ago, was class of 1964 from Clemson. So oh, I know so somewhere <laughs> dad is smiling. However... Uh, the president, as usual, hosted the championship team at the White House, and because of the government shutdown, many of the chefs, caterers, servers are on so-called furlough. So out of his own pocket, President Donald Trump bought a 1,000 hamburgers, pizzas, Wendy's, McDonald's, uh, Burger King. He wanted to buy American fast food because, hey, they're college kids. <laughs> sure, they'll enjoy that. <laughs> And so he gets on Twitter, as he has known to do, and he says, we, you know, they came in, they're big eaters, we bought them, and he had a typo, hamburgers, instead of hamburgers. <laughs> so, of course, the president is now being accused of not only being illiterate, but how dare he, how dare he assume that college kids would want to eat fast food? Uh, you know, I don't know where people think that freshman 15 comes from, but it comes from fast food and alcohol. I can tell you from personal experience. Of course, everybody came out. Everybody's triggered. You see the quote from Reggie Bush there on Twitter. You deserve better. World uh, champs is the honor you receive. By the way, Trevor Lawrence, who's not only an outspoken person of faith as a Christian, uh, he's, the, he's the true freshman quarterback that led them to the championship. He said it was great. Yeah. It was delicious. It was great. We had a blast. We had fun. And of course, uh, you're, you're eating Big Macs at the White House. I, being on the keto diet now for the last two months, having dropped, thankfully, 18 pounds, wow, nice work. eating fat, yeah. I miss Big Macs. I do. And it's the sauce and the bread and all that stuff. You could take the meat off of it at this point, Sarah. I just <laughs> want to go to the White House, no. Mr. Trump. This is the yeah. most ridiculous thing. The response was the most oh. ridiculous yes. thing I've ever seen. They were actually fat, trying to fact check 
this whole this thing. They were, they, were they just couldn't wait. Yeah, to fact check the president on like feeding the Clemson football team. Is <laughs> remember when when he did his last address? I don't ever remember his remember his address from the from the Oval Office. Yeah. It was that same type of thing. I've never seen them do a response after an Oval Office address. Yeah. I don't, I, maybe that's happened before. It's not I've State never of the seen Union. That. Right. It's no, not right. State of the Union. A response, yeah. a rebuttal to that, <laughs> and then instantly there was already fact checking going on from his Oval Office speech. It's yeah. insane. They just can't wait to do this. Thinking stuff. if you're a college kid you're just excited that you get to go to the white that's house what it's all about the not the food the United yeah States. i would be much more excited about the fast food uh, than the white <laughs> house uh, you. But, uh, you know. the only one probably at the table um, is it true is it true <laughs> it's awesome i mean look yeah. i love fast food obviously um as, as you see by looking at me um but uh uh this was like the somewhere michelle obrama was crying like this is like <laughs> the saddest moment of her life she i have wanted, not thought about that <laughs> i mean this is a change in our country i think he's trying to lure her into the race <laughs> I think that's what this is all about. Look how beautiful that spread is. They got the sauces and the sandwiches, whatever you want. Look at these kids are stacking them up. Oh, I love it. I mean, they're stacking them up. I these kids are serious about this. I did appreciate that he he apparently took the time and thought to get all the different kinds of sauces. Yeah. I want to know. So what if salads. someone doesn't like barbecue? Then they can have the honey mustard or whatever. Yeah. I think that's thoughtful. I like the salads. Like you know, no one touched you those had salads. The no salads. Nobody those. touched them. Uh-uh. Yeah, well, you didn't uh, go. Crazy. No, but uh, that would be me. Uh, I, I love it though. I, I do too. I think it's legitimately my favorite moment of his presidency. Like I mean, I like Gorsuch, tax cuts, all that stuff. I ah, forget it. I love the fast food. I think I think I think all state dinners should go like this from now on. I think they should just get rid of the entire staff, and yeah. this should happen every time. I love it. And this is exactly something that I could see Bill Clinton doing. Like this. <laughs> Was that he yeah. was known for, oh, like stopping the Mickey D's. For oh my gosh, Crazy. man of the people! Oh yes. Can you imagine you know? if Obama had done it? He would have just been the coolest guy. No, we're playing pickup basketball cool, out back. Oh, yeah. And eating the Big Mac yeah, at the same yeah, time. Remember the beer summit? Remember yeah. that whole thing? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That was just him being cool. It was no big yeah. deal. Yeah, it was laid back. It was a picnic table. No no problem. This, I mean, this is awesome. I think the, I think everybody liked it. Lawrence, I, I mean, the guy's going to make a yeah. billion dollars in the NFL. I mean, this sure. is, so that's a whole other thing. But, I mean, it was. I think it was a really cool moment, actually. I thought he handled that really well. Smart. I think it's great. Yeah, well, I'm, and I just think it's interesting, you know, Jason, you mentioned the media handling it and how they came out and was they were trying to fact check him. I just think it's it's so interesting that they do that to Trump for purchasing McDonald's for football players, but the Democrats are out partying with lobbyists in Puerto Rico, yeah. uh, you know, Bob Menendez with the shirt off on the beach, wow. and no one wants to say anything about them not being for the people, even though they're saying they're a party for the people. And Trump is like, I'm your everyday guy. I'm going to get McDonald's. Let's have a blast. And no one says anything. But if you call it a party retreat, that makes it okay. Because literally the exact day after that, they had another retreat in Hawaii during the worst uh, fire in their state's history. That's not a retreat. That's calling hiding from your constituents when things are going really bad. Yeah. That's what it's called. I mean, it's very clear that they're not actually a party. Thinking of Bob without a shirt on just made me lose my appetite. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. Do we have the picture of Trump one more time at the table? Do we have that available? And they ate it on silver platters. I know, that was kind of That was great. That made this. the entire thing. I mean, someone, this is great. Someone pointed out it looked like the hamburglar got elected president. And they're lighting the candles and the whole thing. If you can't get the sense of humor in this right here, great. you I have it. a problem. I love it. It's so you have great. a problem. Great moment for Trump. I mean, it really, it really endears him, I think, to people. I mean, the average person yes. thinks that's hilarious. We, I went to a wedding once where they had, instead of a big, giant wedding cake that cost $5,000, 
they had uh, giant stacks of tasty cakes. Yeah. You know, and, and my wife and I had pies. We just yeah. had like apple oh, yeah. pies yeah. and stuff, and they you know, whatever you wanted. We still talk about it because it was just yeah. like something fun and different, and what you know, like it probably was cheaper, but still, it was just fun. You know, yeah. it was just fun. Yeah. You go up and grab as many you know whatever Twinkie type things or whatever they tasty cake has that you can get, and it was fun. Yeah. Real life. Yeah. yeah. Relatable, unlike uh, the Democrats over there on Puerto Rico Beach. All right, <laughs> back in a minute. Just I want a Big Mac. <laughs> I have a, uh, a confession to make. I sit here and I tell people to um, to subscribe to blazetv.com mm-hmm. and download the app and all of that. And I've subscribed on my computer, but I completely forgot to download the app. And then I did. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I knew it was like really cool, but I didn't realize how awesome it was. So now this is me telling you. For personal experience, go to blazetv.com, download the app on your phone. You can get uh, you can get $10 off of an annual subscription right now by using promo code NEWS. Things truly are heating up. We have got a huge lineup for you guys, and it just keeps getting better and better. So uh, blazetv.com, promo code NEWS. Yeah. What are, what are, I've been subscribing to both Blaze and CRTV for over a year, so yeah. I was uh-huh. happy when they came together because so I love the personalities bill. that are on there. And so I, you know, I'm on the road all the time. I love having the app because I can sit there and in the airport and I can watch it right there from a mobile device and things like that. And I know you keep picking on me about like, when am I coming? When are you? I, why? Why come? I mean, you're inviting me. I just get to <laughs> hang out. Can I? Get, I'm gonna, I've never invited myself to anything. Can I okay. come on the show tomorrow? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna oh, make gosh. a big announcement tomorrow. A big announcement oh. tomorrow yeah. from Mr. Chad Prather. Oh, oh. Right we'll see you in overtime. Oh, Clemson. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Before we uh, get into overtime, which I can't wait to talk about the Gillette ad, uh, but we want to thank our sponsor, Brickhouse. So, Chad, you're, you're in keto. Oh, and we're singing Brick House. You're you're doing the keto diet. I am. Right? Okay, so I think that you should listen to this because uh, they've got some, it's not sugar, it's low sugar, and you get your vegetables. Okay. Because you're a man, that. so you I don't like vegetables. You do the keto. Micronutrients. You do, mm. yes. You don't you have do to the eat meat that. part. <laughs> you do the meat part of the keto. Yeah. The bacon, the meat cheese, the fat, yeah. yeah, all that. And then sometimes the men forget about the vegetables that you yeah, need to. We're all to. about the macro, not the micro. Yes. Okay. So, so uh, Brickhouse has this awesome product called Field of Greens, um, and it's it's powdered form, but it's mm-hmm. real food. So it's uh, organic fruits and vegetables, and one scoop is one full serving of organic fruits and veggies. You mix it in. I mix it into water because I'm not, I can't do the smoothies, right? It's it, good. Yeah. It okay. tastes really good in water. My son even loved it. Um, and so you can do it in water. You can do it in milk. You can do it uh, in a smoothie and yeah. juice if you like the sugar I and you're not be, on keto. I've, I've, never, I've never actually put it in a Diet Coke before. I should try that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put a scoop of ice cream. Yeah, right yeah, that's even better. <laughs> wow. Do they, do, do they even powdered think, ice cream to put in soda? Yeah. No. no. Probably doesn't. I don't recommend. Probably negates the I effect. Don't, yeah. I don't recommend putting Field of Greens on. I mean, it would taste good, 
But yeah, I think try it. I'm gonna give it a shot. That's a way for me to get a salad while drinking a soda. Somewhere out there, people laughed at pineapple on pizza, but now it's a thing. That's a great point, and I love it. You can go to BrickHouseBlaze.com. Use promo code Greens for 15% off of your first order. BrickHouseBlaze.com. Promo code Greens. Jason. All right. I feel like I. Okay. I'm gonna take off your leash and just let you go on this Gillette ad. Is this like? There's no FCC. Problems <laughs> that I might run into right now, um, right? Or is there? Other, I guess there's not other, an overtime for sure. I guess there's other issues yeah, I might run into. So I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to struggle. Offend, you may offend some. I may offend some. I'm going to struggle that. to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's not a. Uh, it's not a phenomenon for like companies in this day and age to jump on whatever. I don't know, whatever the social justice trend is, and they'll like jump on whatever they actually, whatever they think is popular. They're gonna jump on it and then try to make extra money off of it. So there's nothing, I don't know, there's nothing surprising there. But I heard about this Gillette ad that they did, and I think, what was the hashtag they were running with it? The best men can be, or best something men like that. Or best men can get, or best men can get, or whatever it was. Something like that. Um, and when I first read the, the story, I don't remember what, where it was at, they were saying that, I think the t- tagline was, you know, prominent, you know, men's health. Think, well, you know, supplier jumps on Me Too bandwagon. And when I saw it was Gillette, I was like, what? And then I watched the ad. Take a look. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. Sexual harassment is taking over. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. But she says And there will be no going back. Because we. We believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Bro, not cool, not cool. Some already are. In ways big. Young men And small. I am strong. I am strong. But some is not enough. It's not how we treat each other, okay? Okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. How touching. Mm. Oh. I actually saw people on social media saying that with tears were brought to their eyes. I read that too. This is this is this literally had me cussing like I was watching like the Cowboys were losing in the fourth quarter. That's how bad that that I was so something on this. You're very which used is, to. I was going to say, which very, happens some, quite frequently. <laughs> yeah, let's not bring that up. Um, this is ridiculous on so many levels. For, for one, you know, I can't how many. I mean, how many times have you guys, you know, for the men sitting at the table, you've walked around and saw boys, you know, I don't know, sexually harassing, you know, somebody or being mean to someone and go, <laughs> boys will be boys, you know, oh, just yeah. let them keep doing it. Happens all the time. Four or five all you times. Can say. It's all you can. Say five, six times a day. Easily, easily. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Everything that they showed up there, all the bad things they're saying men now epitomize or or symbolize, you know, sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. They even actually said toxic masculinity and thing, which is a made up term, but it's not even a real thing. Everything they said that that men symbolize there is not has nothing to do with men. 
Like, you can be an a-hole. However, that, that was all about being an a-hole right there or a douchebag. That's, that's not a man quality. That's a human quality. Mm-hmm. There's women that are like that that are men li- that are like that. I this was going to say, growing up, really quickly, growing up, uh, females, girl teenagers are some of the meanest, oh, yeah. most vicious creatures. They made a whole movie, movie called Mean exactly. Girls. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. What, could that movie be made? Because they femininity, Maybe let not. me tell you. I think it could because it's women, right? Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that would be, that was hilarious, right? Like, it's a hilarious thing. Women love that movie. They look back and talk about Mean Girls like it was hilarious, the greatest movie of all time. Which is basically them saying, oh, girls will be girls. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, I hate the phrase boys will be boys. Yes, they'll be boys. The reason they'll be boys is because they are boys. We want boys to be boys. There's nothing wrong with being a boy. Yeah. We don't want boys to be pigs, but don't raise your child yeah. to be a pig. So, Phil Robertson, you know, I had Al Robertson, Al and Lisa Robertson um, uh, on. They, they sat on my bus. We did a show over in Shreveport, Louisiana, and we were talking about their relationship with Willie Robertson and Jace Robertson and Jeff Robertson and growing up in that you know, Duck Commander family. And he said, you know, here was the thing. Phil Phil used to tell us, he said, y'all are going to fight. Your brothers, your boys. Don't break each other's arms because then you're going to get in trouble. But if you fight, you know, respect the fact that you're fighting your brother. That's the kind of thing that makes boys grow up. There is a little bit of challenge in that. That's not, that's not bullying. That's not being a brute. That's not being, you know, toxic in any form or fashion. That's being a boy. You give a boy a stick, and guess what he's going to do? If it's got a little bend in it, he's going to turn it into a gun, into a gun. and he's going to run around doing this whole thing. Yeah. You know, they go jump in mud puddles and they play. That's just boys being boys. That's not being a boy is not toxic. This fight on masculinity has got me just so stirred up. I'm like, I'm with you on that because because there is, and I have, I did a video on it this morning about this sort of this boys will be boys attitude and I talked about phony feminism because it's gotten so off the rails charts vagina hat wearing crazy I want us guys to get together and have a foreskin rally like we can go out <laughs> with turtlenecks and we can march oh, and yeah. we can just find a cause oh, but you know what let's go out there want to participate <laughs> I want to do it I, and, and all the feminists will go what a bunch of D's and we'll be like that's right and so that's the whole you know that's my thing is <laughs> Please don't invite me. I, yeah. don't, I do not want to attend. I support women. I love women. I want, you know, I, I believe I believe we live, you know, we, it's like, how did y'all meet your spouse? I mean, did you flirt with her? Is that toxic by flirting? You know, I walked up to my wife and I said, I like you. You're pretty. I want to date you. I want to take you out. I want to, you know. I'm and sorry. You called her pretty? Mm. Yes. That's she's insulting. pretty. I've got a friend of mine in, in California. He was out with a friend of his and they were at a party and he said, man, that girl is so pretty. And his buddy goes, you can't say that. He said, what do you mean I can't say that? Well, you can say she's smart, intelligent, blah, blah, blah. You can't say she's pretty. And I'm, I call BS on all of that. Well, first of all, when you walk up to someone, you don't know if they're smart or intelligent. Right. You don't you're know. lying if you say that. It's a, it's a lie. Every- you look like you're very smart. <laughs> <laughs> your math skills must be good based on your appearance is not an actual thing. All the negative qualities that they so showed many up. jokes I have right now that are inappropriate. All the negative qualities they showed up there had nothing to do with masculinity. No. All those negative no. qualities. It's, it's actually the exact opposite of, of masculinity. True masculinity is the protector. It's protecting people. It's standing up for the helpless. It's standing up for people that can't protect themselves. I mean, that's why a majority of us go into the military. That's why that we, it was like a certain code that we wanted to live by. That right there is true masculinity. It has nothing to do with that. And actually, the reason why, you want to keep turning people into victims. They're always trying to turn people into victims. That is turning people into, they're making them more aggressive. That's making them more less like men. Well, I, yeah. said, it, I said in the video this morning, I said, look, we want to go to bed at night with you. We want to, we want to wake up in the morning with you. We want to take care of you. And I had a guy who responded to me. 
He said, he said, uh, my mother was a feminist and, you know, she doesn't want to eradicate masculinity, you know, and he said, you know, you're just a wannabe cowboy that blah, blah, blah. And I said, the American Psychological Association just came out with a document about masculinity where they called traditional forms of masculinity, quote, harmful. I gave him the link and I said, have your mother read the book. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, because we've gotten from a point of saying, okay, we want equality for women in the workforce and things like that. Look, if, women if, in America have equality of opportunity. Yeah, his mother probably, I mean, her definition of feminism Not was much different than it is now is. today exactly. in 2019. Exactly. It's a whole different deal. So so I said in the thing, look, you know, we want to we want to take care of you as men. We are Hunters, gatherers, providers, typically, traditionally, innately. And the guy said, well, see, that's where you took a wrong turn right there because feminists don't want you to take care of them. I said, but that doesn't stop the fact that we want to. We do because we want to protect the feminine, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, I, you know, other than it's just really bigoted and <laughs> yeah, terrible. Of course. And How dare we open a door for you? Just wanted to point that out. Yeah. A couple of quick things on this. First of all, I'm having trouble getting past your uh, turtleneck uh, imagery of <laughs> your rally, uh, which is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> Secondly, boys will be boys is a phrase that is okay, but it's, it's designed to, uh, to excuse much lower crimes, right? Like, sure. it excuses, as you point out, brothers fighting. It excuses uh, not cleaning up your room. It excuses, um, you know, playing video games too long and maybe being disrespectful as a child to a parent. And you say, oh, I guess, you know, boys will be boys. And the random sexual harassment. And occasional sexual harassment. What's one or two? What's one or two? Never. Boys will be boys. Has never excused sexual harassment. If someone tried to excuse it with boys will be boys, they're excusing a crime with, 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 with that phrase. And that does not work. Uh, it, it's just a ridiculous thing. And, and the worst part about this ad, and I, I, because it, it's, it's all implied, right? It's implied that women don't do anything wrong, right? Like, we all know it's true. What they say in the ad is true. There are some men that are awful, but there also are women that are awful. There's no yeah. reason to target a gender on this, on this case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are horrible people everywhere. And you can sit there and watch that if you watch it back and really never shake your head that they made an untrue statement. Like, it's all true, but it's so obvious and so pandering coming from a razor company. What on earth makes these companies want to do this? And that's the thing, because I don't need a, a company that makes a device so I can scrape the hair off my face to be <laughs> political yes. and tell me how I'm a horrible human being because I'm a male. I don't need that. I don't need no. them getting into the world it's of insulting. politics. It really is. And, and, and I get to, you know, we get to these things where it's like, it's so subtle. And they launder it in such a way that people will say, well, why would you take offense to that? You must be the one with the problem. Look, Harvey Weinstein is not boys being boys. Louis C.K. is not boys being boys. Uh, Kevin Spacey is not boys being boys. That's not what that is. That's an abomination to masculinity. And I, for one, am not going to apologize for being male. I'm not going to apologize for, for liking masculine male things, whatever those things may be. And look, it's not the brawny guy who's wearing a flannel shirt either. It's wearing the mantle of manhood that's removed themselves and grown out of adolescence so that you're not pursuing adolescent desires anymore because you see yourself as a responsible human being with, with, that's driven by the testosterone of the masculine. And there's nothing wrong with it. I, I, have, seen, I've, I have seen a lot of back, you know, pushback on this, which, which yeah. is... Which is very. I, it I don't feels know. like the Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad. Yeah, everyone yeah. is like, "That was the yeah. worst thing I've ever Good seen." Point. We yeah. might, you can ruin something with Kendall Jenner in it. You've really screwed up. <laughs> we might find out in a couple weeks that we've just been trolled. This was really started yeah. by like Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. <laughs> this is a perfect commercial for Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> don't about this call morning. me Dollar. I'll, I'll be hilarious. No, but if you stand behind a grill while your boys fight in the yard, you're toxic. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's, you. that's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, okay, so before we finish, can I play for you guys my favorite thing that happened today? 
Mm, of course. Okay, so uh, CNN analyst was on a radio show, and I mean, you know how ridiculous they've gotten about white privilege. Just every, I mean, if you're white, you have white privilege. Sure we do. Clearly, all of you at the table, other than me, because my last name is Gonzalez, you guys have this white privilege that mm -hmm. just exists. You can't get around it. Uh, so I, I want to, I want, let's just play it and then we'll, we'll talk about it. For instance, if you're going to cover political campaigns, sports may not be the most qualified background. And that brings to the point of if people want to get into these fields, regardless of color, I've chosen to cross different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue. Well, David, you know, that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I and have the privilege of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. This whole long conversation, I don't have time to get uh, Ariva, I hate to break it to you, to but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I love the fact that people think David Webb is white. That's that is classic. It's so racist. Yeah. It's so, it's, it has to be. I'm listening it, to your voice, and you sound like you're white. That I guess. In of itself, he's very clearly black. Is what racism is. It is. It is. I am judging you based on something I don't know. I'm assuming yeah. the color of your skin based on the sound of your yeah. voice. Yeah. The phrase white. So white racist. Privilege Can you is imagine racist. if right. I was talking to a white guy who was speaking with, let's say, a Bionics, mm -hmm. and I assumed he was black, and I'm a white guy, and I'm on the phone. They would crucify oh, yeah. me they absolutely yeah. would. that. They absolutely would. I mean, and really, she's, she's <laughs> assuming he's white because he's, maybe his voice, but also because he's conservative. He's saying conservative. Right. He's saying race doesn't matter. And that is apparently you're not allowed to say that as a black person. I mean, that's that's amazing. And, and white privilege, again, like is a it's first of all, it is a racist term. You are saying an entire race has a, a characteristic. That is what racism is. Yeah. And racism, above all, is collectivism. It is the furthest thing away from conservative values, from small government, who are individualists. We're individualists here. You have to be a collectivist to be a racist. Right. And uh, it's just amazing to see that just pop out like that, because that is a great, embarrassing example. That's one of the best of all time. And, you're, and, really, and, you're, really and your, your point is perfect to what we were just talking about as well. That's the definition of racism, say they have this one characteristic. Basically, the definition of bigotry is what they're saying about men right yeah, now. Yeah. You're all like this. You're all like this. Men are like this. Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll question, do you think traditional masculinity is targeted as problematic in today's society? 79% of you said yes. 20% of you are crazy and said no. 1% uh, mm -hmm. unsure. And today's poll question... I think how we insult the people when they don't answer the way we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots! <laughs> uh, and then today's poll question, when do you believe life begins? Conception, when viable, birth, or unsure? I mean, I would hope that it would be before birth. I think three right. months after birth is when I'm going to draw yeah. that line. Maybe, like, well, past the terrible twos, right? Yeah. Then yeah. you don't want to deal you with it. should always have a choice. Mommy right. should always have a choice, even when the kid's in college. Why <laughs> <laughs> call them little monsters? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. I just want to repeat, just for those of you who may not have caught it, you said that you're going to be back tomorrow. I'm coming back tomorrow. And you have an I announcement. Have a monumental announcement. Monumental. monumental. It's grown since last time. To, to announce on the news and why it matters. Right here. We're going to do it right Very here. Very exciting. It, it's yes. going to be that march that you're talking about. It, with it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's Hopefully the, the box rally. of turtlenecks have come in. It's going to look funny on you ball-headed guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting oh, one. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.